It is three stars time here on Locked on Anaheim Ducks. We've got a game winner and everything from A to Z. Gris. Your Locked on Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everyone, to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for over a decade. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Once again, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for making Locked On Anaheim Ducks your first listen of the day. A reminder that this podcast is available across all platforms. And also, also, you could follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD. So let's get things started right away with our three stars of the week. I give out my three stars from the previous week. Yesterday, I talked about the Ducks' amazing victory over the San Jose Sharks. They start their five-game road trip tonight against the Chicago Blackhawks. So that could be a very interesting game in the standings. And in talking about yesterday's game, I did have a couple of Sharks folks go after me saying, no, you're wrong. No, folks, I actually talked to people yesterday. No, it was a perfectly legal play. As long as Adam Henrique was not part of the play, then it's a perfectly legal play. It's the last time I'm going to mention that. All right, so let's get to our three stars of the week. And to hardly anyone's surprise... The first star of the week goes to the kid. Trevor Zegras gets my first star of the week. And I will preface the three stars this week by saying this was really tough. I think all three stars could have been interchangeable at some point. But I wanted to emote the emotion behind it and the meaning behind the impact of each player. So my first star... Went to Trevor Zegras. He did have a very good week with the Ducks. He had that impressive, over not overtime, he had that impressive game-winning goal against the Boston Bruins with 21 seconds left. So he looked good right there. Trevor Zegras this week, he had three points, two goals, and an assist, including that all-important winning goal against the Boston Bruins. So let me throw out a couple of stats for you just because I want to throw out stats to you guys. Trevor Zegers right now leads all rookies with four game-winning goals. For that matter, Zegers is leading all rookies in power play goals this season. He's got five of them so far in this regular season. So he is leading all rookies in a couple very important categories. Once again, he had that power play goal against the Vegas Golden Knights last week. And he had that all-important game-winning power play goal last Tuesday against the Boston Bruins. But the reason I give him the first star is because he had the moment. The moment when you knew that he has arrived in the National Hockey League, not just as a flash-in-the-pan rookie, not just someone that can make creative plays and score creative goals and do stuff in the all-star competition. No, we're talking about someone that belongs in this league. The moment that he went back to Boston, and by the way, when he went to Boston in the Beanpot Tournament and had that game tying goal, that's when I said, this kid is for real. Then he plays against Ponda last week, 
and just pumps his fist in the air right in the direction of the Boston Bruins, sweeping the season series and saying, no, giant middle finger towards the Boston bench. I mean, not a literal middle middle finger, but a figurative middle finger towards the Boston bench. He went, F yeah, I scored on all y'all. We won the game. And there's nothing you could do about it. And that's exactly what he did. He had the moment. Trevor Zegras is already a rising star. Is he a superstar right now? I can't say that because, guys, he's still a rookie. He is still 20 years old. He's not even old enough to legally drink yet. <laughs> but yet he's arrived. And that was that was kind of that moment. And speaking of other fun Trevor Zegras stats... Did you know that he's also leading rookies in shootout goals this season? In fact, he's leading everybody in shootout goals this season. Hey, how about that? Trevor Zegras right now has six shootout goals this season. Pretty neat, right? Oh, by the way, that's the second highest mark in, a, in one season in Anaheim Ducks history. Do you know who has the most shootout goals in a season for the Anaheim Ducks? I'm going to make this a bit of a teaser. So I will give you the answer to that trivia question after the first intermission. Yeah, I bet you're wondering, right? So a little bit more about Trevor Zegras and his first star of the week as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I know. This dog over here is wondering why else I gave Trevor Zegras number one star. It's been his 200-foot play. Zegras has had a couple of very good games where he's starting to show that he's got some pretty decent defensive prowess. Like, look, I would say there was maybe a knock on his defensive play, maybe his actual game last season, but he was still learning. I think he's found that defensive edge a little bit more. I wouldn't say he's an elite defensive player yet, but... You know, he's not bad. He's not bad on defense. Zegris has been more responsible on defense recently. And I do want to point out one play in particular over the weekend against the San Jose Sharks where Anthony Stolarz was left high and dry. And this was with about a minute left in the game. And I don't remember. I think it was Timo Meyer, But I remember that there was a shot going right towards the goal. And Trevor Zegras put his knee down and blocked that shot. And that was probably the key block late in the game. And I did see Zegras kind of wincing in pain a little bit. But you know what? He took one for the team. He took that block and conserved the game for the Anaheim Ducks. Conserved the tie against the San Jose Sharks. So it's little plays like that where I'm noticing that Zegras has made strides and improvements on his defensive game. And I think that's something that we need to take note of when talking about Trevor Zegras. Again, another reason why I think he's not just a flash in the pan. It doesn't go down as an assist or a goal, but that block is very important in that game against the Sharks. And one where I said, you know what? This kid is for real. He's very much for real and doesn't necessarily get into the good stats that we want to see. But you know what? One block, but... That was, that was, I think, the block of the week for the Anaheim Ducks. So once again, Trevor Zegras, the first star, my first star of the week for the Anaheim Ducks. All right, we're going to head into the first intermission. 
But first, let's talk about betonline.net, which is where the game starts. And with hockey season heating up and you have basketball action heating up, you have the NBA going towards the playoffs. And you know what starts next week, right? March Madness, baby. That's right. March Madness. And you know who is in it? Loyola of Chicago. That's going to be fun to watch. I I love watching Loyola Chicago go into it every year. I love seeing that story of the little school that could. So if you want to put a little bit of a pretty penny on Loyola of Chicago or any of the other 63 teams in the bracket, then head over to betonline.net. And you could either use your mobile device or the actual website on your laptop because Bet Online has all the odds that you could need. There's more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Once again, that is Bet Online, the official online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please gamble responsibly. Welcome back to Locked On, Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez as I give my three stars of the week. My first star went to Trevor Zegras. Trevor Zegras should be everybody's first star, ladies and gentlemen. He is just an amazing rookie. I can't wait to see him win the Calder Trophy. Yep, just going to put it out there. He's going to win the Calder. Right, Pup? Yeah, he's going to win it. All right, my second star of the week. This is not going to be one that scored a game-winning goal, but a player that I think has been very important to the Ducks, especially as of late, and that is Cam Fowler. What? Yeah, look, Cam Fowler has had an excellent week. I would normally make him my first star of the week, but I think the Zegris moment was just too important to pass up. But Cam Fowler did lead all Ducks over the past week with five, count them, five points. I bet you guys didn't even notice that Cam Fowler had five points this week, but there it is. He did have two secondary assists against the Sharks, which is pretty good. He had two primary assists against the Vegas Golden Knights, and he had that all-important primary apple to Isaac Lundestrom against the Bruins. So that is Five assists, five points through the week for Cam Fowler, which I think is terrific. He's another one of those players that I think we do take for granted and say, you know what, like Cam Fowler is always going to be there. He's he's going to eat up all the defensive player minutes. He's going to log the big time minutes and he will do it on both ends of the ice. He's pretty important on that power play unit. When Fowler is out there on that second unit with Troy Terry, that usually yields some pretty good results. In fact, on the second unit, when it wasn't Jamie Drysdale, it was Cam Fowler out there dishing assists left and right. And that's something that has been a big part of his game. In fact, that big, big power play goal against the Vegas Golden Knights, which nearly brought them all the way back. And that was on Troy Terry's 28th goal of the season. I thought Fowler did a fantastic job just holding down the fort and going side to side. That's something that he's been very good at. He's got excellent vision. Jamie Drysdale, 
learning a little bit from Cam Fowler, learning a bit about positioning, a bit about where the pass should go. And Fowler is a fine power play guy. But can we talk about his job on the PK, please? Let's do that, shall we? Cam Fowler puts up a crap ton of shorthanded minutes. He did so against Vegas. He did so again against San Jose. This week, the penalty killing was quite good. In fact, opponents, they had a total of eight power plays. You know how many goals they gave up in those eight power plays? None. Zero. Zilch. Nada. Ducks opponents didn't score a goal. That means the penalty killing was perfect this week. A perfect 8 for 8 And you know who was in the midst of all those heavy PK minutes? If you guessed Cam Fowler, you're absolutely correct. Cam Fowler, big PK killer, did a big-time job on block shots this week. But they were block shots that were in key moments of the game. Something that does not get in the score sheet, and it's kind of sad that it doesn't, but, you know, it's kind of like a microstat, is broken up passes on the power plays. And I think there was one moment, I want to say it was a power play that Boston had where Pasta was out there and they were trying to go side to side and Fowler got a stick in there and just prevented a power play goal from happening on that side. I'll go even further. The Ducks had a lot of penalties against the Vegas Golden Knights and Vegas could have easily scored a couple of goals. And I think there was a pass from either Marcheseau or Wild Bill. I don't remember exactly who it was, but there was a pass that was also blocked by Cam Fowler and as a result went into the neutral zone. So it's little plays like that. This week, Cam Fowler had six blocked shots, which is pretty good. For a team that didn't have a whole lot of blocks over the week, in fact, they had a total of, just doing some quick math here, because I know they didn't have a lot of blocks this week, 33 Ooh, that is it. Only 33 blocks in the week when their opponents had about 50. Then you could see which player is really putting up the heavy load as far as block shots, and it is Cam Fowler. So that is my second star of the week. Once again, Cameron Fowler, keep doing what you're doing. And if Fowler keeps getting more assists and plays good defense and has another perfect PK week, then we might see his name back on this three stars list sooner rather than later because I do value defense quite a bit. I mean, I value the goals and the assists a lot, but I will always value defense. And I think it's something that we do need to kind of celebrate a little bit because, you know, if it wasn't for the good defense this week, and yes, there was good defense this week, despite the amount of goals the Ducks gave up, there was some good plays at least on that defensive pairing. But maybe we shouldn't talk about, you know, Brendan Gooley, Simon Benoit. Maybe we shouldn't talk about Kevin Shattenkirk. No, Fowler was the best defensive player this week. So he is my second star of the week. All right, we are going to head into the second intermission. But first, let's talk about Rock Auto, which has all the parts your car will ever need. They have an amazing selection with dozens and dozens of different car models, makes. They've got hundreds, no, thousands of parts that your car could use. Whether you drive a Toyota like me, 
Maybe you drive a Juke. Maybe you drive a Chevy Impala. And if you do, lucky. Maybe you drive an old Ford Mustang. Then guess what? Rock Auto has the parts for you. Why pay full price when you could pay less than half of that at rockauto.com? They've been family owned and operated for over two decades. Yeah, that's right. Family owned and operated for over 20 years. So head over to rockauto.com right now and tell them that Locked On Ducks sent you. Once again, that is rockauto.com. All the parts your car will ever need. Coming up after the break, I will give my third star of the week, and I will also give some honorable mentions on the other side. Welcome back to Locked on Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez, and I am such a tease because I had a trivia question earlier in the show that read Trevor Zegris had six or has currently six shootout goals this season. But who has the franchise record in one season for shootout goals? The correct answer is Jakob Silferberg. Silferberg in the 2014-15 season had nine, (laughs) nine shootout goals in one season. That is third most. Just above him in NHL history, by the way, Alex Tange with the Calgary Flames, Wojtek Wolski. Oh, that's right. Wolski with the Avs. This was like 13 years ago. UC Jokinen with the Dallas Stars. And when I read this, I thought, you've got to be freaking kidding me. Not the exact words I used, but Ilya Kovalchuk. Did you know Ilya Kovalchuk had the most... Did you know Ilya Kovalchuk has the most shootout goals in a season? Kovalchuk? Really? Yeah. 11 shootout goals in a season. Well, at least he's got something. (laughs) All right, so there's your trivia answer question. So, yeah, a little bit of fun there. All right, so once again, to recap, my first star is Zegras. My second star, Cam Fowler. My third star of the week goes to Ricard Raquel. Hmm. Bit of a change up there. The reason I went with Ricard Raquel is, I'll I'll be honest, that's mainly because of that last goal he had on Sunday against the Sharks. It was an important goal. It was a sneaky play, but it's something that Raquel has been good at all season is kind of those sneaky, really get in there, deke out type of goals. So far this season, he's got 16 goals. All right, it's pretty good. Ricard Raquel is having a pretty solid season, 28 points. Guess what? That matches last season's total. Still not the 69 points that he had four seasons ago, but he could still get up to about 40, 40 40-something points this season. I should also point out that Ricard Raquel did miss some time due to injury earlier this season. So Raquel at times hadn't been 100%, and he's still doing fine. And especially that game against San Jose, like that trick play was just brilliant. Ricard Raquel with that big time goal, the game winner, another game winner for Ricard Raquel. This week, he had three points, two goals, one assist. He had a power play goal against the Bruins. He had the game winning goal 
against the Sharks, and he had an apple against the Vegas Golden Knights. Who, by the way, that assist went to Trevor Zegras, the number one star of the week. So it's also, again, part of the power play unit. Ricard Raquel has been quietly solid all season long. He's been on this three stars list time and time again. And as I mentioned last time he was on this list, a player that we kind of take for granted. Where Raquel, he has had a couple of slow seasons recently, but it feels like he's kind of picked it up a little bit despite being injured earlier in the season. So love to see this play from Rax. Love to see the kind of back and forth deep, deep kind of play that he's having, especially those roof goals that he's been executing better this season. That's something that we love to see. This is the most goals he's had in a season since 2018-2019, and I think he'll surpass that. I think he'll get above 20 goals this season, which would match him with that 2017-2018 season. Okay, I shouldn't say match, but it'll get him up there closer to those kind of numbers that we were used to seeing from Ricard Raquel back when the Ducks had their playoff appearances. So once again, Raquel, my third star of the week. So to recap, number one star, Zegris. Number two, Fowler. Number three, Ricard Raquel. I do have a couple of honorable mentions. And this one is going to be kind of a shout out. Ryan Getzloff, he didn't play every game this week because he's been injured. But I will give him honorable mention just because he did have three important assists against the Boston Bruins. And Getzy had an exceptional game against Boston that night. And kind of showed a little bit of the fountain of youth. He was starting to go after pucks, starting to skate pretty hard. So I liked seeing Getze in that game. If Getzloff had played all week and if he had gotten another point, then yeah, he would have been on this list. But because he's been out, sorry Ryan, you get honorable mention. But, you know, just got to mention you. My other honorable mention is Adam Henrique who, again, we've taken for granted this season. I talked about him at length on yesterday's podcast. He also had three points over the past week. Also, two goals and one assist. Two important goals and that important face-off victory in Sunday's game against the San Jose Sharks. So those are my two honorable mentions, Ryan Getzloff and Adam Henrique. That's going to do it for today's podcast. Just a reminder that there is a game tonight against the Chicago Blackhawks at the United Center. That's a 5 o'clock start, or 5.30 start, rather. And I would expect it's probably going to be John Gibson because now he is back. Lukas Dostal did get sent back down to the San Diego goals. So it'll be a tandem of Gibby and Stoli for this road trip. And once again, that is taking place tonight. So be sure to stay tuned for all of that. You could follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. And once again, thank you so much for making this your first listen of the day. And while we're at it, why not make Locked On Bets your second listen of the day with your boy Q. And while you're at it, Why don't you give Locked on NHL a listen as well? We have Western Conference Wednesdays. We have a slew of hosts. We have Chris Maselli, Mikey DiStefano, Gil Martin, Jess Balmasto, Sarah Avampato. You got some great, great hosts on the Locked on NHL side. So definitely give them a listen 
as well. And also, also, this podcast can be heard across all platforms, including Stitcher, Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and apparently Spotify's down, but you have plenty of other ways to listen to this very podcast. So once again, thank you all so much for listening. It is greatly, greatly appreciated. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Please continue to stay safe out there, be kind to one another, and ducks fly together. Thank you.